Hey guys, welcome in. Um, this is the Nolcast, little Nolcast short episode here. And I say short because I really don't know how long this is going to go. It might just be uh, me answering one question. We we have so much you know content uh, and and requests for content coming in through the Patreon and, and and through Twitter and email. Obviously, Nolcast and all of those. If you guys want to hit us up, that sometimes we just can't get to all the questions we want to get to. So I figured this morning I would just try a little something here, and we had a really good question from Twitter. And, and the question was, if you gave this 2021 team, as you're projecting it, the 2020 or yeah, the 2020 schedule, what, what record would you project? Um, and so I, I figured I would just walk you guys through my process here. Uh, roughly, I'm not going to get too mathy with it, but there, there will be some math. So uh, trigger warning math here. Uh, so last year's team went, uh, went three and six on the season. They lost to Georgia Tech at Miami. They beat Jacksonville State. They lost at Notre Dame. They beat North Carolina at Louisville. They lost to Pittsburgh. Uh, they lost at NC State, and then they beat Duke in Tallahassee. Um, so, you know, three and six, not a very good year. That team, depending on which power rankings you look at, Right, the the algorithms out there that, that take and, and look at look at the, these teams and evaluate them, they were somewhere between seventy fifth and one hundred and fifth. But but everybody pretty much uh, is sure that they were bottom third to bottom quartile in the country, and I I agree with that actually. I I think I mean they're probably ninetieth in my my personal ranks. So they obviously have have a lot of room for improvement, and, and I am expecting improvement. This season. So, in order to figure out exactly how many games this team would have won last year, and this is, of course, you know, just a projection, um, I have to look at a couple factors. First of all, I need to look at basically which of these games would have actually been winnable last year with improvement. And I'm going to look at this from two perspectives. Number one, I'm going to look at the expected point margin in those games last year based on how they were played. Um, so, Last year, the game against Georgia Tech, they actually only had a 2% post-game win expectancy. Adjusted scoring margin, minus 20. So you can say, hey, FSU collapsed in that game, and, and they did. But the numbers say different. The numbers say that FSU really was lucky to be in that game based on how they moved the ball and how Georgia Tech moved the football because we know turnovers have, have a pretty large luck component. Um you know, Georgia Tech should have won that game by about 20. At Miami, you know, Miami by 33 and a half expected margin. Jacksonville State, 15.4. We can move on from that. At Notre Dame, 24. So the game really not as close as the score uh, indicated there. North Carolina, minus four, which is actually pretty interesting, right? FSU was lucky to win that game, but not crazy lucky. They, they won the game. They won the game by three. Expected, you know, scoring margin four to the negative side. That's actually very much within the range of, of a, a coin flippy type play game. Uh, at Louisville, minus 33. So FSU just didn't show up at all that day, as you know. Uh, Pittsburgh, minus 17. Interesting. Like the Pittsburgh game, the actual margin was bigger than the expected point margin. Uh, and at NC State, minus 17, minus 18, 17 and a half here. So that you know, the final score, 16 points. That's about kind of how it played out. And then Duke, they won by 21, expected point margin, 
was 22. So if you're following along at home, FSU was probably slightly lucky to win three games last year. I think based on how they played, two games would have been a more just result or a more a result that was more indicative of just how well they played. But I also want to look deeper because just because those teams played well against FSU does not mean that they were necessarily great teams. Uh, Georgia Tech last year, final ranking in SP+. Plus, Georgia Tech, 75th in SP+. Plus. Miami, 20th. Notre Dame, 16th. North Carolina, 12th. Louisville, 35th. Pitt, 41. NC State, 54. And Duke, 104. And, and from this perspective... I, I think there's a there's really uh, something we can learn. Let's go ahead and say that we're going to project FSU this year to go from, in my personal power rankings, about 90th to, what do you want to say, 60th, a 30-spot improvement, something that goes from bottom third, bottom quartile of the sport to uh, kind of sneaking, you know, albeit barely, into the top half of the sport. I've seen some projections out there that have FSU in the 50s and even a couple that have them in the in the 40s, which, hell, if everything clicks right, uh, if if the offensive line uh, can stay healthy, if, if you know, Devontae Lip-Taylor comes back healthy and is able to play well, you know, if, if if Parchment can be what they, what they you know, the fans hope he can be and what FSU staff hopes he can be, then maybe they could sneak into the 40s or something. I think it's Possible. I don't know that I would project them to be in the 40s, but it, it is you know, certainly possible. Um, so let's go ahead and and take a look at that schedule for, from that standpoint, because I, I, I do think this is actually pretty interesting if you do it like this. So give me a second here. Georgia Tech, 75th. FSU would actually be favored in that game if you take this FSU team based on how we're projecting it, even a modest projection, uh, and you play that game against at home against last year's Georgia Tech game, right? So, you know, let's go ahead and give them 0.7 for that. That's fine. At Miami, 20th, you know, 50th, unlikely. Probably give them 0.15 just top, top of my head. Jacksonville State is clearly a 1.0. At Notre Dame, you know, the, the best team FSU played last year, or second best team, rather, and they were 16th in SP+. Pretty unlikely to win that one. Um, you know, North Carolina at home, this is the one where you're, you're probably going to take a ding because last year you beat North Carolina. But if you lined up and played it the next day, would you have picked FSU to beat UNC again? Probably not. But in, in that day, on that night, FSU played its ass off and, and the, you know, the circumstances were right. They, they executed well, and they got a couple of bounces as a cherry on top. So, um, you know, certainly something there that they could win in theory. Uh, now, at Louisville, uh, would, that Louisville team last year was much better than its record, as we know. We've covered that on the Nolcast quite often. Uh, you will be an underdog in, in that game for sure. Um, so let's just go ahead and give them, what, 0.375-ish for there. Pittsburgh at home, 41st. That's essentially a kind of a coin flip, um, even though it sounds crazy. I know they lost by 24, but if you're projecting improvement, you know, that team was, was 41st last year. Matchup-wise, I, I can agree with you guys. I'm sure you're going to tell me this in the comments that 
you know, the, the defensive line Pitt had last year uh, would still wreck this current team's offensive line. And I don't disagree with that. I, I think that's fair. But I'm going you know, pretty strictly by the numbers here. Uh, at NC State last year, 54th. Um, now, keep in mind, NC State, when they had Devin Leary, the quarterback was pretty damn good. When they didn't, as FSU played them when they did not have him, they were pre- you know, pretty average. And they still beat FSU by 16. Um, but you know, on, on the road, that's probably like a, a .45 situation there. And then at home against a, a very bad Duke team, um, you know, you, you were, you're going to be a pretty big favorite over over a Duke team like that. I mean, just running back here in my head, uh, what do we got? So, I mean, if you think FSU is going to be, I don't know, let's just call, let's call them a let's call them a five on a power rating scale, and Duke like a negative six. So that's like eleven. You had two and a half free points for home field advantage. FSU would be a, a two touchdown favorite at least in that game. So uh, you, you can put a pretty pretty fat number on them there. So I'm going to sum this all up, and it gives me four point three five. So if you took this team and you played last the, the schedule, the nine games that FSU played last year, um, I would basically say they would go four and five uh, with. Five and four being, you know, slightly more likely than three and six. So I, I think probably, you know, one point three wins better. Um, I'm, I, this is just kind of back in the napkin math here, just checking out some stuff. But you know, I I think this is, I don't know. Let me know in the comment section. Let let me know on, on social media what you guys think. I this is just kind of a little back of the mac or back back of the napkin math. That's that's fun to say early morning here um it feels about right if you run it back the other way what do you think FSU would have done in a full game schedule last year if you think about the games that FSU had canceled right Uh, they didn't play Florida they didn't play Clemson and they didn't play Wake Forest and last year Wake Forest certainly a better team than FSU was and I, I don't really have any reason um, to believe, I mean, honestly, that uh, that Florida or, or the Clemson games would have been competitive. I'm, I'm pretty much of the mindset that FSU is last year, had they played all 12 games, would have still won just three. I don't really believe they would have picked up extra wins in those final three games. I don't know. Is five and four against last year's schedule with this team and this fun hypothetical more likely than than, than four and five? Who knows? I, I do think this team would be favored over last year's team. I've been thinking about this too. Like on a neutral site, if you lined them up and played them, I think you might be giving last year's team somewhere between four points to seven points on a neutral. This team could be a touchdown better than last year's team was, depending on a couple factors, right? Um, most important to me, being quarterback, just Think about it. If Jordan Travis wins this job, it's probably because some combination of him improving and Mackenzie Milton maybe not being quite what they'd hoped he'd be. But still, like I don't think there's any situation in which the quarterback play this year is worse than it was last year. You know, the offensive line overall should be better. The defensive line, I think, has a chance to be better, to be honest. Um, so it's not that crazy to think that this year's team could be, not will be, but could be, Maybe a touchdown better than last year's squad. So 
All right, let me know in the comment section what you guys think, and I will see you next time.